Welcome to the Officer Autumn Show podcast, the realest and most upfront podcast designed specifically for female first responders. I'm your host, Autumn Clifford, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. So one of the topics that have been showing up very frequently in the DMs, okay, is the question of how to handle the work-life balance. Being a police officer um, or being a first responder and dealing with that and then real life. And so we're going to talk about that. And I just want to put it out there that if you have a question that you want me to answer or you want me to just riff on on my opinion on, um, just hit me up in the DMs at Officer Autumn on Instagram um, or you can email me autumn at autumnclifford.com. So let's talk about it. The work-life balance. Well, first off, I want to just tell you I am not full-time patrol anymore. Um, I was. I started my career in 2010, and I worked uh, until I got injured in about 2017. And so I have been off the road full-time since then. I'm now a part-time officer. So, uh, and that's just to maintain my credentials, okay? But I have been coaching first responders for the last eight years, and this is a very popular topic. Also, I have a husband who is full-time in the job, and obviously this is a very popular topic that he and I discuss. Here's what I want to tell you. First off, it is difficult. Like It's difficult because this job, just it's so like all in. In order for you to be good at this job, especially zero to three years, you've got to go all in. You have got to be training all the time in jujitsu, in martial arts. You've got to be training your firearms. You've got to be working out in your gear. You've got to be studying and knowing the geography of your patrol. You've got to know the laws. You've got to know your policies. Like there's so much for you to know and understand and get a very good working knowledge of. Also, when we're new, we all tend to work a ton of overtime for, you know, a multitude of reasons. I worked a ton of overtime to get to to know the fucking job. And the first place I, well, the second place I worked, both of them, but the second place I worked, I didn't make shit for money. Like, I think I was in the academy making like 13 or $14 an hour. And, um, you know, I, I had to work overtime. Fuck. Like that was like, I was like bringing home like three or 400 bucks a week. It just wasn't that much money. And I was like, fuck man, like I, I gotta, I gotta do something. You know, I think it was like three something a week and like, it just wasn't a lot of money. And so I'm like, fuck, I, I really need to do something. I'm going to work overtime. That's what we all do. Especially as first responders is always unlimited amounts of overtime because we are in the public you know, public sector. And uh, anyways, and so it can be very hard to understand or it can be very hard to maintain a balance. This is going to be very difficult for your family, your friends, your relationship to understand. I will tell you, I have seen a lot of marriages crumble here, especially for females. I've seen a lot of them crumble here. And here's what I just want to say. Communication is everything. You know, have your spouse listen to this episode or like I have a lot of different episodes for like spouses and stuff on both sides of the badge to listen to because it's important. It's important that we're having these hard conversations. It's important that everybody who's involved with the police officer knows and understands that it is extremely difficult for a police officer to maintain balance because the job, the culture, they they love that. Like it, it is just everybody wants everybody to just come, be completely enamored and then everybody wants, you know, and then it's like the burnout phase. 
like that hits by year five. And that's like, that's pushing it now. We're seeing a lot of officers burn out come year three. Year three, but never used to be that way. But the job is fucking changed. And like a lot of things, law enforcement doesn't keep up. Okay. Like law enforcement is not progressive. Okay. It is very reactive. That is what law enforcement is. Okay. It's not out there trying to figure out how to be the best and how to take care of its people and how to always change and how to always grow. That's not what law enforcement is. So if you're if you're looking to get into law enforcement, like you have to understand that you're pretty much going to be doing shit like the way it was done 20 years ago and you're not going to be fully supported that way. Like as far as like with time off and like people, like the culture and like all of the things. Now this isn't every single police department because anytime I make a statement like this, I, re- I always get some person being like, well, that's not like that for me. And it's like, great. I'm so fucking pumped. It's not truthfully. I just want to say that, but I know by and large it is. So we have to have that conversation just so that everybody understands like, okay, it's normal. It's normal for you to be completely enamored with the job and like love it and want to do it all the time. That is fucking normal. Okay. Here's the deal. You have got to be the witness of that. What happens is we aren't. We don't like we don't look outside of ourselves. We're not like witnessing ourselves. What we do is we just be so into the job and the job is everything. And we're going to chase the promotion. We're going to chase the accolades. We're going to chase being officer of the year, officer of the month, trooper of the year. We're going to, you know, deputy of the year, whatever. We're going to chase that. We're going to chase that promotion. We're going to chase leading our shift with the numbers. And we're going to chase getting onto SWAT and being the canine and being this and being that. Like We're going to chase that because it's what makes us feel good, okay? Then what's going to happen is your fucking relationships, one, you're not going to have one because that's going to be fucking done with, or two, like it's going to be strained and your significant part, like your significant other is going to say, I'm fucking done. Here's your ultimatum. And then you're going to tell them to go fucking pound sand because the job is you can't even believe that they're asking you to make an ultimatum. Like you can't even, you can't even fathom the fucking fact like this person was with you through everything. They know how much it means to you. Here we are. And then a couple of years down the road, you're asking yourself, what the fuck did I do? Because you realize you're not actually special. Even if you get all the accolades, you're not actually any better than anybody else because the law enforcement culture doesn't actually care. (laughs) And because you have to understand it's just a fucking machine. As you know, when you die, they're like, they're going to have your job posted before your obituary is posted. And when you start understanding that you are just a number, and I know that's hard because I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm not saying it to hurt your feelings. I'm not saying it to make you think like shit of the job. I'm just telling you facts based on my experience and the experience of my clients who I've coached, all first responders from all over the country and friends who are on the job, different people online. Like, I'm just telling you, here's the experience. Now, there are, I'm going to tell you, there are the anonymously fucking police departments. There are some police departments who have the best culture where you are not just a number. You are fucking who you are and you are irreplaceable in their mind, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm whatever. But by and large, you are fucking very replaceable and you need to know that. What happens here, okay, so I'm just going to break it down to you, okay? Here's what, here's my hypothesis based on everything that I know and everything that I've seen. I think a lot of us as police officers, a lot of us as people get into law enforcement to fill fucking voids. 
A lot of us have had shitty upbringings. A lot of us have been bullied in high school. We've gone through a lot of trauma. We've done a bunch of shit. We've gone in the military. And let's just be honest, if you've gone into the military, you probably have a bunch of fucking trauma. And what happens is it leaves us with these gaping fucking voids, these holes, okay? And so we think that what we want to do is we want to go give back, which is nothing wrong with going and give back. But we think that like being a police officer is the way because you're going to go in and like my example was I'm going to go be a role model. Because I didn't have that. Because Now, think about that. I didn't have that, so I'm going to go be that for other people. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is I didn't do the fucking work to also fill the fucking void in myself that was left very deeply because I didn't have a role model. I didn't have anybody to look up to. I didn't have anybody who had my back. So what do I do? I go get in the this, because I go become a police officer who... When you're on the outside, you fucking think, oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to join the brotherhood. It's going to be fucking great. Thin blue line. They're going to have my back. Everybody across the country is going to have my back. Like, you know, or at least my police department, like I'm going to be a part of something bigger. This is going to be fucking awesome. Okay. And then what happens? You get in and you go, oh, fuck. This is not what it is. I'm going to tell you a story. One of the, one of my old coworkers, he was, um, he used to piss everybody off. He's a real good guy. And he actually, like, he used to like, work in corporate. I think I think even prior to that, he was in the military. He was working a corporate job. Excuse my yawning. And he comes in and he's like, he tells us the story. He's like, he told me this story. He's like, you know, before I got the job, I'm like sitting on the outside of the police department. I'm sitting out in like the waiting room in the office and I'm like so excited like I just cannot wait to be a police officer I just can't wait to be a part of this and then he's like I come through these fucking doors out back and he's like the energy the vibe just it's not anything that I ever thought it was that's the truth it's not what I thought it was he's like I I And he ultimately, he ended up getting done as a police officer. He went to another police department and then he got done because it's not always what we think it is. And and just to go back, here's the thing, you guys. A lot of us are using the job to fill our fucking voids. And that's why you see police officers who are fucked up. Not not everybody's fucked up, but I'm going to tell you, if you're a cop and you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. You know. You know, look around and you're going to go, yeah, I fucking know. Steve's fucked up. Jerry's fucked up. Fucking Sheila, she's fucked up. You know, Karen, fuck Karen, right? <laughs> like that's, you see that, you know that. First week on the job, I got my fucking FTO telling me this one's fucked up. This one does this, this one does that. And the reason is, is because we're we're not healing ourselves. We're not actually dealing and facing with our trauma. What we are doing is we're going out and we're dealing with everybody else's and we're trying to fill the fucking voids. We're trying to fill the voids because being a cop, it just seems like it's like this great fucking thing. Then you get into it and because it's all all encompassing and it just takes over your life, you like forget or something (laughs) that... Like you actually are a human and that you actually matter. And like you need to be filling your cup up. You forget that. Okay. So what happens, that is when your work-life balance tips. And so how to bring the work-life balance back into fucking balance, right? And and I'm going to be honest. Do I actually ever think it's like a great balance, like 50-50? I really don't. But I'm going to tell you this. A friend of mine 
he's a he's a cop and he was telling me he's been a cop for like 14 years he got out of the job for a while did a bunch of things and now he's getting back into it and he's been through divorce and and we were talking about it and I'm like yo like do you think that because like and he's gone through like he's done everything he wanted to do okay so he's been on the road he was a canine he was a firearms instructor he was a sergeant he was on SWAT like he he's done it all and so I'm like yo like do you think that like you in the job had a had anything to do with your fucking divorce and he was like look this is how I look at it now he said yes he goes obviously he's like I think yeah my head was shoved up my ass he's like but here's how I look at it now and then analogy was like fucking great and I'm probably gonna butcher it but he said something along the lines of how I look at my job now as I look at like it's a fucking side piece it's not my marriage it's my side piece and I was like ah he's like I'm not married to the job anymore you know the job I do the job because I like it I like to serve the people I'm you know I like I like who I work with and I like doing the job but I don't I'm not married to it it's not my life and he's like, you know, and that's how I'm going to finish out my career. And it's going to be good. And I'm like, fuck. Like, that was a really good mindset. That guy had to go through a bunch of shit to get here. Okay. He went through a lot of stuff and to have that epiphany. So, um, you know, I'm just sharing that with you because when you get to a spot where you're not using the job to fill your voids and fill your holes, you're going to be able to understand this work-life balance even more and you're not gonna go and just hide your head in the job which a lot of us do straight up because the job is so all-encompassing and when you're at the job you do you when you're at work you're at fucking work right so the drama with the boyfriend or the husband or the girlfriend like it doesn't matter that shit goes on fucking hold the drama at family the drama with anything it doesn't fucking matter because you're going to work and when you're going to work your fucking head has to be in the game and you know it and i know it and what do we do Oh, if I can't deal with this, I'm not dealing with your bullshit. I'm not dealing with this person's bullshit because I've got to go to work and I've got to deal do the things. And so we use that as a fucking escape. We use it as a cop-out. We numb how we feel by going and dealing with everybody else's bullshit, which is what you're doing as a police officer constantly. And so that's, you know, these are things. This is the this is the shit that no one's going to talk to you about about why your work life balance. People are just going to tell you to go fucking get hobbies and get get friends outside of the job. And like, I, I'm just going to tell you, absolutely, do those supporting actions. But fucking, you want to change? Then face what the fuck is actually going on. I get so sick and tired of people just running around on this hamster wheel of life and like numbing and avoiding and just I'm going to fill voids and I'm going to do all the things but you're not actually ever facing the root cause so that's going to be a self-reflection for you to make you know and maybe you got to go back and re-listen to this again and like really let it sink in but the whole cause of this is you're filling voids okay you're filling voids that you don't want to feel like you have holes in your soul or your heart or just shit that you've dealt with and you haven't faced it and so you're putting your whole self into work and then you're unsure how to fucking handle it like how to how to make a balance in my opinion you face that stuff and then you do the things you get the hobbies you you know put you fill your cup up because you can you could never possibly be a good human or a good police officer if your cup is empty and then you're giving to more people 
And that's what we do is public servants. We're serving the public. And so we're giving, 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 and we're giving all of ourselves. So that's really important for you to know is you've got to be constantly filling your cup up on your off time. I can't tell you what that looks like. Only you can figure that out. And the last thing I want to leave you with is, is there's two things is um, go and read the book Emotional Survival of Law Enforcement because it's going to tell you why you're doing what you're doing, how you go through the hypervigilance pattern and what goes on. If you can't get to the book or even while you're waiting for the book to come in or whatever, go back in my episodes and go listen to the fucking podcast with Dr. Kevin Gilmartin. And he's going to talk to you about this. He's going to tell you why you're feeling what you're feeling. He's going to talk to you about why you're doing what you're doing. And he is going to talk about the work-life balance. He talks about it a ton. That is his fucking expertise. He was a he was an Arizona cop for 20 years. And then he retired and he became um, a psychologist. So, and he wrote a book just for us. So go check that out. I hope this was helpful. If you guys have questions, let me know. If you enjoyed this, if you wouldn't mind going down and leaving me a review, I'd appreciate it. And if you know somebody that could fucking stand to listen to this, share it out. I appreciate you. Have you ever been bullied, trolled, felt like you've been ostracized, singled out? The list goes on and on. I bet you have. I bet you can relate to that. I made you a free course called Unfazed for the Female Cop because... I want you to be unfazed by all that bullshit that's going to be coming your way in your personal life, in your professional life, just in life in general. We all are going to be handed a fair share of bullshit. And so I created a mini course for you. Go right down to the show notes, get it. It's free. And uh, I really hope that's going to help you change your mindset, change your perspective and, and really help you move forward unfazed as fuck.